Next Level. I'm your host, Brian Daniels. I'm joined by my two co-hosts. We got Josh Thunder Shaver down there. Yo. And we got my man Eric down here. Huge, huge wrestling mark. You're you're such a you're such a fucking mark, dude. And <laughs> we're, we're joined by uh Adolfo Dorda, a good friend of mine, and one of the owners of Squared Circle Expo. And Adolfo, it's so great to have you here with us, man. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, always, man. So what this episode's about is we're going to talk with Adolfo all about the upcoming Squared Circle Expo 3 in April. That's not that long from now. It's just a few weeks, really, uh, coming up here. It's going to be in Indianapolis, the Wyndham West Hotel. Um, but before we get into that, we got an ad to do here. I want to talk about our, our good folks over at ExpressVPN. What a VPN is is a virtual private network. And it protects your information online, protects you from getting DDoS if you're gaming and things like that. Keeps your information safe and secure from the tons of criminals that are out there trying to steal your personal information, such as your social security number, bank account information, all that stuff. You just don't want anybody else to have. Right now, you can go to expressvpn.com forward slash the next level to get a uh, get three months included with a 12-month membership. So you get 15 months, three of those months for free. You can go to expressvpn.com forward slash the next level and sign up for that right now so let's get into this conversation with you adolfo um you know what can can you just give me one quick second i i'm gonna i got like an eyelash in my right when we started and i don't want to keep yeah. blinking and have your viewers think i'm on something weird so no it's all good <laughs> there we go it's all good man you're good all right we're good now we're now we're extra extra good yeah yeah for sure so this is your third year back in indianapolis doing squared circle expo three and uh you guys have just really what i love about this show is that you guys build upon it year after year granted you've only done two shows i feel like you guys have already done so much already providing a nice little two-day show for people and uh you guys have also provided a really awesome wrestling card to go with it after uh i believe it's at your saturday show you guys did uh last two years you had a really awesome wrestling show you guys put together a lot of things are different a few things are different this time around and we're going to get into those things with you adolfo but uh i gotta know man what's it been like planning this show for you guys since last show you know it's actually been surprisingly easier um nice and and, and i think that's just from our team learning you know getting a couple of shows under their belts i've I've done this for, for quite some time, as you know, yep. um, Ed's yep. been doing conventions in a different capacity and he uh, has been doing wrestling for most of his life as has Heather. Mm -hmm. But I, I think Ed and Heather, as far as promoters go in the convention realm have really come into their own on this show. And I, I've always had the problem where I feel like I'm the hardest worker on the team mm -hmm. and and therefore, I carry a lot of the stress of things going going the way they should. For sure. But I got to say, you know, I don't think that's that's longer true. I mean, Ed has been busting his ass this show. Heather has been busting her ass. And everybody now um, is operating at such a level. Like, I don't feel I feel like I can hang back and do other things. I feel like I don't have to suffocate the show and have my hands on it all the time because I know that I could sit back for a little bit. Uh, when when the shoot life and the shoot job get in the way and Ed and Heather got it taken care of Jeremy and Troy our volunteer coordinators absolutely killing it um, every other member of the volunteer team too yeah uh, they've just been doing such a good job and they've really used the last two shows as experience to build on to where now it's it's just a well-oiled machine that you know where everybody knows their role and it feels so natural and it's it's been a blast. I had a lot of fun planning the last one, but I feel like it took a couple of years off my life. This one has been easy breezy. And, and, and I don't say it like it hasn't been a lot of work. It has been a ton of work, more work than the last show. Of course. But those frustrations that make it less fun have been minimal. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine too, you know, you're like, like you said just a minute ago, you're, you're no stranger to this convention thing. You, you've been doing this uh, for a long, for a long, long time. And I know that, when you were in that particular, when you, you were in the horror scene, you know, which is a, a completely different element, I would imagine, from the pro wrestling scene, you know, uh, how has that, how did that, those years of experience 
working in that particular scene or even just doing convention, how did that help you out in this different, different capacity, if you will. Right. You know, I think, I think, I think marketing is marketing. I think promotions are promotions. I think event management is event management. Um, I've been doing events in one capacity or another since I was like 18 years old, Um, putting together like local punk shows in down in, in my home uh, state, my hometown of Miami, Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, when there was no venues that would play the kind of music that we were listening to, right. We went ahead and found places to make it happen. Um, and I carried that over into, uh, the, the convention scene. You know, I, I was a big horror convention fan. I went to a lot of conventions when, you know, I was kind of looking around and, and thought that there was something I could add to it. And the opportunity presented itself. We put, we jumped in and, um, you know, we went for 10 years in, in a different company. And I think that was great. I think that was a, a great experience. Uh, since then I've been in animal welfare and I've done a lot of event management and marketing. And, um, I, I'm currently a shelter manager for uh, cat rescue out just outside of Seattle. Nice. And all of those things tie in, you know, all of those things where you learn skills, how to deal with people, you learn how to present, how to communicate, how to time, uh, you know, manage your time, how to organize all of that. Everything that I've done from, you know, when I, I was passing out flyers for bands at 18, all the way to now having a, this mega show in Squared Circle Expo, you learn things along the way and, and everything, everything is valuable. Everything is a lesson. Everything is something you could apply to the next thing you do. Had you ever attended any wrestling expos or conventions before you started doing a doing your own show? Well, there's not a lot of wrestling conventions, right? So um, I've attended wrestling shows for sure. I've attended quite a few wrestling shows, both um, big WWE shows and, uh, you know, some indie stuff for sure. But never a wrestling convention, you know, out in in Florida, there was certainly nothing like this. In the Midwest, there's a handful, um, but you know, nothing that that ever really struck my fancy and or, or kind of had had me interested enough to make the drive. I know Wizard World and C2E2 occasionally booked some some wrestling guests, and I you know met a few people through those avenues. But as far as a, a strictly wrestling convention, it's a fairly untapped market, uh, not only nationwide but in the Midwest, at least in the way that we do it. Oftentimes. As you probably know, wrestling shows are essentially yeah. they'll have the the ring show and everything will kind of be built around that. Oh, for sure. Have, yeah. Yeah. They'll have mm-hmm. like a half dozen people maybe that come in to sign, um, you know, legends or former superstars or whatever. And they'll sign for a couple hours before the show in, in a hall. And then you'll have the show and, and that's it. And it's kind of like a four to five hour thing. Whereas we are an entire weekend dedicated to. All, you know all things wrestling a lot of people sure, have been yeah. kind of discovering the show with this with this third one and they say oh so it's so it's like a comic-con for wrestling mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that's that's pretty much the best way to put it that's fantastic yeah i i really have enjoyed the time that i've spent going and attending the last two shows you've had in indianapolis i have mm-hmm. a question though too what was indianapolis what what, what made you i know that I kind of know the answer to this, but I want to hear I want to hear it coming from you. What made you specifically choose Indianapolis versus like say, you know, Chicago or New York or even out in the West Coast? I know you're out you're out in Washington state up there. What why specifically Indianapolis for for a wrestling expo to begin with? So so for us, you know, it came down to Chicago and Indianapolis. So those are the two gotcha. cities that we were most familiar with. We've done shows mm-hmm. in both of those cities. Um, we had a long relationship with the Wyndham uh, under my previous convention, business, whatever mm. you want to call it. Um, and then we had some pretty good relationships in Chicago. Um, and, and it came down to the Wyndham approaching us with a really good offer and us really liking that space, too. Because uh, if you've been in, well, you have been in that room where we have our mm. ring show. It's got those nice, high, 16-foot tall ceilings. It's a big 10,000 square foot space. It is. It's a very put, nice space. Right, right. You could put 820 people in that in that building. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's bigger than most of the places that some of the larger indies run. Um, For sure. So it, it was it it had every, everything that we wanted, and so 
when the Wyndham hit us up and they, they knew that I wasn't involved with the uh, former convention anymore, but they said, if you ever do anything again, mm -hmm. let us know. We want to be a part of it. And we hadn't approached them. They sort of saw us kind of, they, they heard through the grapevine through a couple of friends that we were sort of trying to get back into it, which, you know, it, it was amazing on their part because we had pretty much tried to keep it as, as much of a secret as possible, but people talk and they found out we were maybe looking to do something new and they hit us up and said, Hey, can we be a part of it? And so we, we took that meeting and they gave us the pitch and it was really nice. And uh, so we're at the Wyndham. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Wyndham is a really great spot. You know, I know, you know, like you said, you're, you're no stranger to that location at all. I mean, you've done, shows there before um you know and it's it's a good spot it's a really great spot and uh it's a nice little intimate place really i mean you, you don't need to be and i think for what you guys are are trying to accomplish there it's just a place really to to have what you need especially for a wrestling show which i never imagined watching a wrestling show there <laughs> that was yeah, pretty cool you know that was pretty great yeah they used to do mma shows in there i don't know maybe they still do when i was running with the other show they used to do boxing shows. They used to do MMA shows in that same space. So we we knew that it worked. We knew that they right. had okay. experience doing it. Um, you sure. just replace like a boxing ring with with a wrestling ring, and you can kind of set it up sort of the same. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 that's that's a big part of it. Like you know, we we've started to kind of have these preliminary talks with how quickly the show is growing. That you know, maybe in the next year or two, we may have to start looking for someplace bigger, but I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to go the convention center route because honestly, I, I kind of think those shows are a little boring. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it is what it is. It's just not my cup of tea. I like being able to have a party on site. I like to be able yes. to stay where yes. the action is. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to go up to my room, take a break, have my things there. I, I The convention center vibe has never been something I'm a big fan of. So um, we really like it at the Wyndham. Um, I, I I, I think we're kind of getting to that point where we might we might be outgrowing it, but okay, you know maybe maybe we just cap the show and we just have it be the size that it is, and, mm -hmm. and we don't grow further. I mean, and that and that's okay too. Uh, I mean, we're not we're not trying to do any more than than what we're doing and just giving the fans a good time and putting on a good product, and and we don't want to sacrifice the quality of the show. We're trying to get bigger and trying to be this this thing that we're not. No, I completely Respect. agree. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, you guys are, you guys, you, you tend to have a pretty good understanding of where you're at when it comes to how, how big your show yeah. is. And you have that very good sense of self-awareness. I mean, you, like, as you said before, I mean, having that, um, you know, <laughs> experience of doing this before obviously helps. So this is not like your first rodeo, right? And um, uh, let's talk about, what, what it's like getting the guests at your show. So mm -hmm. when you guys are planning in the planning process of a next convention, I have a couple questions. So first, how, how early do you start? So like from, from the end of square circle expo to, to uh, when do you guys start planning the next one? And do you already have an idea of like who you're targeting to have appear at your show? Like how's, what's that process like? You know, so, so last year, from the first to the second one, and I think it's just from the the excitement of of it, you know, we got right back into it, right back into planning it right away. But you you quickly learn that, you know, eight months time, even six months time is an eternity in the wrestling business. I, I mean, hell, you can even say that about two or three months time. People are getting hired, fired, changing organizations, changing promotions all the time. Um, injuries happen, you know, new contracts happen. So there's so many things that are, that are going on, especially if you're pursuing talent that's still working yes. that, um, you know, starting right after the last one kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. So we took the summer off, which is phenomenal. I, I mean, I can't mm -hmm. tell you how awesome it is to, uh, before, you know, when I was doing four shows a year, you'd end one and you go right back into another one. I mean, being able to take the whole summer off without talking about convention planning or opening an email or any of that. I love it. Chef's kiss. But we <laughs> we kind of like 
you know, took the summer off right around like maybe August or so check mm-hmm. in. It's like, all right, so we're going to do this again. Um, who are we thinking? And, you know, we'll, we'll toss around a couple of, couple of names that we want to start out with that we want nice. maybe like plant the show on and then start sending out feelers. And, you know, most of the guests aren't really going to get back to you till honestly, right. like late November, early December which is when we started really rocking and rolling with the announcements. So we sort of just started kind of planning the other stuff, you know, the, the, you know, are we going to change anything with our vendor layout? Are we going to change anything with our tickets? Are we going to do anything different with the ring show and just kind of start spitballing ideas? Yeah. Um, The real meat and potatoes work starts happening in November, December, which is, which is a pretty nice time off in between shows. But Mm -hmm. you know, once you get rolling, you get, you get rolling pretty hard. For sure. For sure. So yeah, as far as, as far as the planning with the guests, you know, you start kind of, you start reaching out closer to the fall and, and people start getting back to you. And, you know, we were lucky to, to sort of get the, the big fish that we wanted. We, we wanted MJF. It was sort of yeah. between him and somebody else who I, I'm not going to say uh, who it is because maybe we'll do that person next, next time. Okay. Uh, but Ed and I were like, okay, so we got to go all in on somebody. Is it, this person or MJF. And we're just both really huge fans of what MJF is doing. And um, we, do. we, yeah. we went MJF, you know, and, and he wasn't even, he was big then. He's stratospheric now. And mm-hmm. oh man, the yeah. other person that we were going to go all in for is like an all-time legend. So I, I, I feel like it was a little bit of a gamble at the moment back in, you know, like mm-hmm. July or August, whenever we... We've made that call, but it's it's worked out great, and I'm super excited to work with him, even if he is a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you made that choice. I'm very happy. Which I'm, I'm. His manager said, "Hey, just just so you know, that's him all the time. Like he, it doesn't turn off. It doesn't like. There's no <laughs> like. Just, just be ready. And and there's nothing that you know. We're not toning it down. He he certainly won't go for that. So just so you know, like let your staff know." Let the volunteers know he is who he is. Yeah. And what you see on TV is what you're going to get. The big question is, Adolfo, do you, have, do you have pickles for him? No, I, you know, we don't <laughs> keep pickles in my house because my wife hates them. Um, <laughs> so somebody else will have to bring them. Some pickles. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're super excited. I actually, uh, you, you had, you had made a post last night about there. You like, you've already sold through 75% of his photo ops. Wow. I picked one up, so I'm excited. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> you get to meet the man. Um, I he's he's definitely like you know he brings back that old school kayfabe heel. Um, he does. He keeps it real. Professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got that nuclear heat. I mean, even like yeah, you know, with the whole the whole car accident bit that he did was just so genius that you oh, know man. they got like police involved. Like people are calling the co- like. When was the last time you heard some shit like that? You yeah. know, like especially in the era of the internet, it's so hard to keep any aspect of yourself private. So, like, yeah. you got to imagine for this yeah. guy to, you know, whether it's him all the time or it's just a really well played gimmick. I mean, he's he's struck gold with it, and he is committed because at any time somebody could have a phone, somebody can have you know, we all have recording devices in our pockets, mm-hmm. we yeah. all have cameras in our pockets. It's just that takes that one split second of messing up and like click, you've got him, you know, exposed. But yeah. he protects his gimmick so well. Um, it, 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 it it's it's some shit like you used to see back in the territory days or, or that you yeah. hear about rather because right. I don't know if you're, it, most of us probably weren't born back then. He but, would have been great for the NWO just thinking about how they protected their stuff back in 96, 97. Oh man, he'd been yeah. great back yeah, in that yeah. era. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And and speaking of the the people that you've got here, oh uh, man, I mean, you you guys have you guys have over 60 superstars you know past and present coming in um and we we tried to we tried really hard to not last year we ended up with 69 even with yeah nice Uh, um lucha bros canceling at the last minute and oh yeah canceling at the last minute we still ended up with 69 and yeah we were like man that's 
that was probably too much. We should should maybe tone it down a little bit. Mm. And so we we the show booked like, yeah. like ten or fifteen less guests. But as you know, with like wrestling shows, vendors will bring in their own guests, yeah. and then right. you know we're getting calls from a lot of our sponsors wanting to bring in guests, like collar and elbows, bringing in some people that we still haven't even announced. Mm. Um, nice NWA. They they ended up have, pulling out because they're going to run a show on Friday, but yeah. they were going to have some space and they were going to bring in some people. Everybody has jumped on this third show in ways that we we would have never imagined. Like the, yeah. that happened between SEX one and SEX two, and then SEX three. It's like holy cow! I mean, yeah, everybody, everybody wants to be a part of it. It's yeah, it's it's mind blowing. We're very blessed. We're very mm-hmm. thankful for it, but. Yeah, there's a lot of we we didn't keep it under sixty this time either, guys. Oh my yeah, god! No, that's fine. I mean, oh too, man, that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, the thing yeah. too is like you know, for the space you have, I know you guys really want to go all out, but you you know you're very aware of where you guys are and your location and things like that. And it, it, it's just like even the layout you guys do with the little the vendor room that you guys have. Mm-hmm. You have a separate <clears throat> guest room. I mean, it, it's. You're not trying to like put everybody in one space. And I like that, you know, like I know last year in the year before that, you guys had like Jeff Jarrett was out there with the vendors and you kind of, you kind of sprinkled in some guests here and there. And mm-hmm. then you had like Sabu there with, with one of the vendors and stuff. I like the way you guys do that. And that as someone that reviews so many conventions throughout the year, I really appreciate that you guys try to do this layout some justice. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, and, and even this yeah. year, we're we're kind of making tweaks over last year. Just, it, you know, even last year, we we didn't predict the amount of walkups we were going to have. And on Saturday, particularly, as you probably know, got a little it got a little dicey when, you know, we were waiting on Hangman and and yeah. uh, Adam Cole to come mm-hmm. down, and and yeah. the lines got really long, and it yeah. got a little yeah. stressful there for a second. But you know that. That sort of things happen. Those sorts of things happen every show. Oh yeah. Even the best laid plans can't um, mm-hmm. can't predict everything. Yeah. And and I'm just I'm just happy those guys were were such good sports. They were literally slamming themselves through tables um, just a few <laughs> yeah. hours earlier. They got on that red eye from Dallas, yeah. made it to Indianapolis, crashed for a few hours, and got right back yeah. on the floor. Um, yeah. Bumps and all. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just impressive with the list. Uh, I'm, I mean, you've got like you know Brian Pillman Jr. is coming back. You got Devon. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty great because you don't yeah. he doesn't make a whole lot of appearances. He's he's no. there. I'm looking. Uh, you got you know Bushwhacker Luke Carlito, Super Shredder. You've got uh, Demolition, <laughs> which is great. That's for those people that uh, were big fans of WWE back in the '80s and uh, yeah, '90s. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through Ethan Page. My girlfriend is excited about this list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you have done a really great job. Yeah, I mean, we don't got, forget the greatest uh, group ever. BWO. You guys, got, you guys got Lita, who's currently the women's tag team champion right now with mm-hmm. Becky Lynch and WWE. You know, and uh, we'll see how long that happens. You know, maybe she maybe she'll still have that belt when you got when you when she comes. You know, and uh, of course, you know the AEW World Champion himself, Mister MJF. But like, mm-hmm. this is such a uh, nice uh, mix, if you will, of people that some might not know who everybody is, but some right. are some <clears throat> as fans are gonna know who some of these people are. I mean, well, like you... me, for instance. What's I'm really that? excited. Well, like me, for instance, I'm really excited to, to uh, meet Ethan Page in person because we like do the same thing. Talk yeah. about toys on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. He wrestles and uh-huh. I used to could wrestle, uh-huh. but no, it's, it's not toys. <laughs> yeah. So so we got so something different you guys are doing this year, we're gonna talk about is your partnership with the Premier Streaming Network. Let's talk about this adult. Yeah. You guys are gonna be streaming the event. What what's how's that going to work? I mean, what was that like partnering up with them? You know, they do a lot of wrestling stuff. They're known for that. How, you know, how did you guys go about that partnership, and what can people kind of expect um, when they want to watch this? Uh, watch watch the, uh, the the convention take place. Yeah. So um, the the way I came out, uh, our our buddy Dave Harrow, um, who works out of uh, Wisconsin with GLCW, uh, he uh, kind of put our name in 
in the ear of the premier guys. You know, they yeah. their last the, the team that did premier, they <clears throat> for those that don't know, they had a big hand in in the WWE network. Um, they had a big hand in UFC Fight Pass, so they're no strangers. Yeah. They're, they're not like not. some dudes that just came into the game mm-hmm. all of a sudden. They've been in the streaming business in one capacity or another for for a good long while, and they were working with Fight for for a good bit too. They actually um, had a hand partially in putting together the Ric Flair's last match mm-hmm. and uh, the whole uh, Starcast and 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 that production. And so after that, they they kind of decided to branch off and start their own thing. And they were uh, looking for someone to be like their star cast, you know, having like this this flagship convention. And sure. Dave Harrow said, well, have you heard of the, the Squared Circle Expo? And have you talked to those guys? Yeah. And they had kind of heard of us, but not really looked into it too hard. Yeah. And so they started to... Uh, do the research on us and just sort of follow our Facebook and check out the website and uh, look up on YouTube some of the old things that we did and they got really yeah. excited and they they asked us for for a meeting and we had a couple of meetings with them yeah and I liked everything that I heard it was it was super awesome um, we had been kind of in in talks with somebody else to do something similar right um, and then for a while it was very short lived but you know we were sort of toying with the idea of of SEX media, which, you know, we never really got off the ground because we were still kind of in the planning phases. Mm -hmm. And just as we were kind of looking to get rolling with that, the the premiere thing came in. So we put that on hold and the premiere deal kind of, kind of satisfies all of that. We just want a platform that we could stream squared circle expo stuff 24 seven. We could use it to branch off into other things. Um, You know, moving forward, we want to do more local promoted things. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of do like Squared Circle Expo presents, and then have some local showcases, like in Cincinnati um, or Indianapolis, showing off some of the local talent. Kind of putting our brand behind it to right. see if we can push that forward. Um, you know, there was talks of a podcast as well. So all of those things, all of those ideas, Premier told us they would be interested in supporting. In addition to the convention, in addition to doing a pay per view behind the Squared Circle Expo event on Saturday night. And okay. also archiving some of our other stuff. So they, okay. um, you know, they they kind of made a, made a pitch. They showed us a deal. They made us an offer. And we really liked it. And we're really excited to be able to bring Squared Circle Expo to people that might not be able to attend the show. Yeah. That maybe haven't heard of us, but have heard of um, a lot of the other brands that they represent. Like CZ, CZW is on Premiere. Um, Wrestle Pro is on Premiere. Um, Wrestle One is on there. I mean, they have all these brands. The Major Players Podcast is on there. Yep. Bobby yep. Fish's podcast is on mm-hmm. there. Um, so they, they've got so many brands in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. And we're super excited to be a part of them because for fans of these other brands that go on there, maybe they haven't heard of Squared Circle Expo, but they'll get that little recommendation of, hey, if you like this, you might want to check out Squared Circle Expo. You might want to check out their content. Mm-hmm. And the way that Premiere does it, there's a lot of cross promotion so that it's not just focused on one hot property or whoever the big name is or whatever the pay-per-view they're trying to sell is. They're trying to promote everybody equally yeah. and they're yeah. trying to compensate everybody equally. So we really found that to be uh, attractive and just their enthusiasm for what we were trying to do. We felt they understood us better than anyone else. <clears throat> and so uh, we're with Premiere. That's great, man. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting, like that you guys, you know, are growing like that. And I, and I mm-hmm. love, you know, I love it when, uh, cause there's a lot, of, there's a lot of shows out there and I'm not going to name, but they just kind of seem very like, uh, not necessarily stale, but they don't really, they, they're in their comfort zone. If you get what I'm saying, like they, there's, they don't want to really do more or push more and they've become mm-hmm. so big that they just don't want to like, it is like, okay, we're comfortable making this much money. You guys, you know, granted, you guys are a business. Obviously, you're you're here to make money, but there's some shows out there that it feel you get that feel of we're just here to make money. Whereas you guys are not like that. You guys, granted, you're trying to make money. You're also trying to provide the best experience possible that you can give mm-hmm. to the pro wrestling community. Um, whether there's there are people like you know the the three of us here or all of us here who grew up watching wrestling. You know, we've been watching it for thirty some years. 
to those who are new to to the uh, to the to pro wrestling itself, there's something for everyone, and that's something that I really appreciate that you guys are trying to do. Now, uh, now, last year, yeah, if, guys, I, if we, I can, before we go to the next, can I jump on that on that making money part? Absolutely. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, nobody nobody puts in six months worth of work to make to not make money, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, you, you don't yeah. you don't do all this to lose your ass. But one thing that I I kind of want to say that I love about what I'm what we're doing with Squared Circle Expo, and I've and I've been on both sides. I I used to do four shows a year with a different company. Yeah, and that was my my number one uh you know income source. That's how I put sure. money uh, food on the table. That's how I paid the rent. That's how I did everything. And yeah. Squirt, you know, right now, Squirt Circle Expo doesn't pay my bills. I, I have a really stable career. I have a career that, you know, it, it I'm not I'm not balling. I'm in animal welfare, so I'm not balling. But <laughs> yeah. I have one of those rare positions mm-hmm. in animal welfare that I'm I'm doing okay. You know, I'm sure. I'm not lacking yeah. for things. My wife has a pretty good you live a very comfortable life. So together we mm-hmm. we pay the bills comfortably. Uh, same right. with Ed and Heather. Yes. So what's what I say that to say we don't need to make decisions with Squared Circle Expo that become about dollars and cents. And when that's true, yeah, it opens up a whole other sort of freedom that you don't yeah. get when you're like not to not to drag on too far on no. on this point because some people probably find it boring as hell but when i was doing this this kind of work for a living every show becomes about all right we need to sell x amount of tickets and make yeah. x amount of profit or else yeah. i'm not paying my bills until the next one so every sure. decision starts to yes. become all right is that the most profitable decision we can make is that going to bring in the most money and then when you're talking about production values do we really want to spend two or three thousand dollars to make the show look better, to give fans a better experience, or can we just like keep that and give them an okay experience? And yeah, yeah. the the fact that we don't have to rely on Squared Circle Expo to pay any bills, it's just pure extra. Yeah, makes it really fun. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, we we can book what we want to book. You know, you you obviously book people that are going to be popular, mm-hmm. but. You know, like one thing that Ed and I have wanted to do since the first show is a BWO reunion. And I don't know how many tickets that sold or is going to sell or or what, but <laughs> yeah. we wanted to do it. So it <laughs> happened. You know, it's getting done. Yeah, Same yeah that's with, great. You know, ECW, we're like, hey, we want to have a bigger ECW representation yeah. here because that's what we like. And yeah. so we have it. Yeah. You don't have to think of, well, maybe we should get somebody more current. Maybe we should do somebody mm-hmm. more safe, more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can just book what you want to book. Yeah. You can provide the best experience possible. And then if you make money, that's cool too. For sure. But yeah. it, it's not the it's not the be all end all. And, and having that kind of freedom to just have fun with it and oh man. Put the kind of show we want to do, it's yeah. it's awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I yeah, I wouldn't do this for a living ever again just because i I'm having so much fun with Squared Circle Expo the way we're doing it now. I would hate for it to become a job. Yeah. One thing I like about SCX, and this is really <clears throat> coming from my personal opinion, when I went last year, you had people from every genre. You had people from the 80s, yep. the 90s, you know, ECW, and then yep. some of the new era. It's like you don't get that these days in our area. But when you bring Adolfo and Ed does it, I was like, it makes me so great. You know, and I was talking to people like, I guess he wrestled from when I was a kid, you know, like Lex Luger, you know, I was like, and then you get Ethan Page, you get Hangman Adam Page, and uh, all of them. It's like, I like that. And I'm glad. You're bringing that to this area, Adolfo, and mad respect for you. Yeah, a little bit of everything for yeah, everyone, man. you know? It's Just a nice... Time to please everyone. You guys got a nice bit of flavor. Let's put it that way. You got a nice, nice variety for everyone. There's it's some, like ice cream. There's going to be... Is. Yeah, there's going to be something for everyone, and... and uh just just to add on to what you said, then we'll kind of move past that, but when you when you when you are able to do a show, and it's not about the finances, that's when I, I feel the show really is going to, like, hit hit all uh hit on all cylinders if you will and and you guys are absolutely showing that with every show you do so let's get into uh the uh the shows you guys are going to have so this year <clears throat> unlike last year you guys are gonna there's there's two wrestling cards um you've got the friday one that's going to be the black label one shout out to those guys by the way that's cool uh 
did they come to you or was that like a, like, how did that, how, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, I had to, I had to kind of like ask Ed before coming on here, just to remind myself of how that went down. Cause it sort of happened. Um, it was a little bit of a blur how it happened, but it was mm-hmm. kind of one of those like amazing chance circumstances. So yeah. taking it back to last year, when we were at the VIP party, uh, we were a little overexcited. We were a little a little over high on on you know the crowd's vibe and how how well everything was going and For sure. and we may have had a a, a drink or two. <laughs> and so literally yeah, yeah. We were on that stage, giving things away, shouting out the crowd, doing raffles. I'm kind of talking to Ed, you know, off on the side, like, "Hey, man, so what what are we gonna do? What how are we gonna top this next year?" <laughs> Two two wrestling two nights of wrestling. Can we do that? Yeah, Should, let's commit to it. Let's go. Do it. Yeah. And so two nights of wrestling it was, and then yeah. the summer passes, and it comes time to like start planning Squared Circle three. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, <laughs> we committed to two nights of wrestling, didn't we? Um, do you think people remember that? And it was like, no, no, we 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 put it out there. We got to do it now, and. So we started kind of thinking, you know, do we want to program two nights of wrestling or would it be cooler to work with another promotion that we're, we're fans of? Yeah. And so we, we were like, well, let's see who's out there. Let's see who, who, who would be interested in this. Yeah. And we had a very like short list of people that we would allow to take over a night at squared circle because we, we didn't just want to give it to anybody. We wanted the product that they put out to be equal to what we're going to put out. It's the only way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And black label pro is not only like one of the, one of the few names on that short list, they were like at the top. Mm -hmm. And so um, we were like, do you think they would, I don't know if they'd be interested that I'd be cool. Let's, let's try to reach out. And they actually reached out first. We were sort of in the process of, let's let's reach out and see if they'd be interested and they hit up ed and said hey i don't know if you guys would be interested in having us do friday but i was like it it was it it worked it couldn't have worked more perfectly like we were super digging them we we love their product we've been following them for years Mm -hmm. yeah we're really wanting to be able to work with them and it turns out they felt the same and so it came together real quickly and so they're doing beautiful yeah, they're doing their own show on Friday night. Tickets are available through their website, yeah. uh, www.blpscx.com. Yep. And uh, you do need admission to the expo to get yep. in, Yep. but yep. it's it's a phenomenal show. And they, yeah. Those guys put on a great, great, great product. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely be sure to, at the bottom here in the description, we'll, we'll have all those links for their, for their right event. On. Obviously, for Squared Circle Expo to still be able to purchase tickets and, and everything else that you need to know, we're going to have all those links down here below for you guys to go check that out. So let's talk about uh, Retribution, you guys' show, uh, yeah. Saturday night, uh, the the uh, the big one there. You guys have some – man, I'm looking at these matches, and you guys went – man, you definitely went way, mm-hmm. way all out. So we're going to have the first, the inaugural uh, SCX Women's championship this is going to be interesting you guys are doing what's called the uh, hateful eight scrambles you've got eight participants here you've got uh, heather owens is going to be in this one sean reed marty bell uh Haley shadows uh looks like we've got uh Kilden king allison k uh ari alexander and freya the slayer i'm very familiar with with quite a bit of those names um that's gonna be exciting. I, I yeah. that's that looks that's gonna be a big, big one there. Um and then you've got you know crazy Steven Carlito taking on Matt Taylor and Hooks, PSK mm. versus Myron Reed, and then uh the main event, you got the uh SCX champ uh uh Jake Oman taking on Matt Cardona. That's the second. That's the that's the rematch from uh last year. So uh when it comes to putting you guys' own show on. What what is what is that all about, man? What's that like for you guys? You know, to try to top the year before, uh, in that. I mean, I know you got a women's title coming up here, which is great. You, that that's an addition. I know there's a tag team match too. You got a triple threat tag team match, I do believe, uh, coming up as well. What is that like for you guys? I know that uh, Ed's more of the promoter, the booker, if you will. Is that something you kind of leave to him, or how much of a say do you have in that as well? Yeah, you know, for the most part, I let him do that. He's he's the. Uh, I I think 
I, I understand <laughs> it from like a fan's perspective, you know, and I think he understands it from having done it. So mm-hmm. yeah. as far as all of the logistical decisions and I mean, he, he'll put that together. He, that's, he, awesome. that's his, his wheelhouse. He's very experienced in that. Um, he will kind of, you know, like every step of the way pitch ideas like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? Yeah. And just kind of gauge my reaction as a fan. Like, you know, the, right. uh, the Lord crew, all this matchup was one oh that yeah, you know, I'm super good. excited about. And, you know, he had, we, we kind of mentioned a couple of different people and, um, you know, it was like, Oh shit, we should, we should definitely do that. That's, that's, yeah. that's going to be really awesome. And then, um, you know, for the tag team match, you know, what do you think about doing a triple threat? You know, we'll do the soul shooters. We'll do um, the veteran and um, Timmy Lutz. And it's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And so there is a back and forth. But for the most part, you know, I trust Ed to kind of put that together. And he's done a phenomenal job. And there's there's really... um, yeah. No complaints from from me in that department. Um, as far as like Omen Cardona Part Two, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be no DQ. So yeah. uh, you know, fans are promised a clean finish, no shenanigans. Yeah, um, there were shenanigans. Omen has been no. has been a little shady, but that that, no. ends, that ends in eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward that. to all that, man. Like you guys, you guys. <laughs> put together this is this a great top to bottom show and like i although i cover the show and i'll be covering the show i i still am a fan right and i and i'm even excited and i always get excited for who you guys are going to announce you do these great like teaser announcements (laughs) like the royal rumble you guys kept like saying hey hit this many likes we'll keep going so the way you guys present present this whole thing top to bottom is just an amazing experience and it's great for the midwest to have another show to be able to go to and especially for the city of Indianapolis too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Indianapolis was, uh, had WrestleMania many, many years ago. Maybe one day we'll get another one there. I, I hope, but um, you know, to give them something like that is, is a fantastic mm-hmm. thing. And speaking of Indianapolis, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, has there ever been any talks of taking squared circle expo to multiple cities, maybe doing like another SCX in the, in the year, doing more than one show. I know before, mm-hmm you had kind of been like, Hey, we are just going to try to keep this a, a one show deal. Has that changed at all over the course of the last year for you guys? You, you know, last year, the, the answer was hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. year, still no plans to do a second show, but right. I, I feel like the conversations warmed up to that a little bit. Um, you know, we've certainly got a lot more support from, you know, our various sponsors, you know, p- with Premiere behind us. I think yeah, there's man. definitely a lot more we can do. We've been making a lot of relationships with people all over the Midwest. Um, you know, Tri-State Wrestling has been somebody we've worked with a lot. Um, you know, BLP, we we're adding on for the first time this time around. So I feel like we're making a lot of really good relations. I mean, even even GCW, we're, we're doing something yeah. with them they're actually going to be helping us put together the uh pay-per-view so those, nice. those guys they they know a thing or two about putting together some pretty awesome pay-per-views yeah, yeah they're the ones that are going to kind of help us do the the filming and and the and putting that together logistically as well so nice. i feel like we've been making all these relationships along the path of the third show yeah. that would make considering a second show a little bit more palatable mm-hmm. that being said um we don't need to do it. We don't, it's not, again, it's not a money thing. It's sure. not, we don't need to pay the bills. So oh yeah, the, at the end of the day, and, and, and this is the best feeling to have, if yeah. we do a second show, it'll be because we want to. Yeah. And because we think that we could do something, you know, for the fans, that'll be just as good yeah. as the first one. Um, yeah. And it just be kind of finding another, another city with another venue that, that would make sense. Um, you know, Ohio, we have a lot of friends in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So like a place like Columbus or Cleveland would make a lot of sense. Cleveland yeah. would make my wife very happy because <laughs> we could tie it into visiting her family, my in-laws nice. at the same time. That's where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it, it would just kind of come down to, you know, can we do something 
that's just as good because we you know you don't want to you don't want to water it down you don't want to do something a second one or a third one just sure. for the sake of doing it just for a cash grab that's not what we're about mm-hmm. and then do we want to give up another weekend of our lives to <laughs> to doing a show so yeah. having having that freedom is great and yeah. um it's it's something that we're definitely considering a little bit more than we did last year but yeah still time will tell Sure, sure. And I also wanted to throw in, too, I know you guys have always kept the show a two-day. Is there ever a plan to go into Sunday and make and make it a three-day show? Or do you, are you guys fine with it just staying at two days for now? I'm, I'm good with it being two days. You know, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, um, you know, the, the ho- we have the hotel for all three days. Um, you know, if they're, if they're giving you Friday and Saturday, they really can't do anything with that space on Sunday. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we're paying for it. Right. But Sundays at a convention always kind of felt like such a downer to me. You know, like it. it everybody's like shuffling yeah. out yeah. like zombies. You're hungover. You, you've already <laughs> yeah. like, you know, expended all this energy and excitement that Sunday feels so anticlimactic. It kind of yes. feels like you're. It just feels sad, <laughs> you know. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, like every convention that you does, go to, yeah. Sunday just feels sad and. Um, I, I don't know. I like going in two days. Friday yeah. rocks, Saturday yeah. rocks more. You end on the ring show. Of course. It, it, yeah. You're going out on a high note. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, you know, Sunday is when you go back home and you start thinking about the next show. Yeah. Um, but we, mm-hmm. you know, it just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Su- Sunday always just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of felt like a sad trombone to me. And, and blah, I, I don't know. Sure. I get, I get that. I think that you're absolutely right. I, I, I just uh, went to a expo uh, arcade expo a few weeks ago and the Sunday, I mean, we, we were there Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday was just like, uh, like a drag kind of. Right. And, and <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like not that it's, when I used to go to you know, bigger shows in Chicago, like for C2E2 or wizard world or whatever, sure. mm-hmm. yeah. the only way I would go is Sunday. Cause yeah, I, I mean, those shows get a little too crazy for me. Right. I'm, I'm not a big crowds person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to be asses and elbows, just kind of fighting my way to some yes. action or whatever I'm I'm, yes. I'm looking to do, getting some comic books. So <laughs> for something like that, I think a Sunday makes sense. Yeah, a Sunday makes mm-hmm. sense, and and mm-hmm. they certainly have enough of a a draw to, um, you know, warrant yeah. that. But I, yeah, I, I think for for a show like for what we do. Yeah, keep it lean, mean, and all for business, sure, and mm-hmm. leave Sunday out of it. Sunday's for everyone to rest. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, um, you know, it, it's it's just it's perfect because you, because as you said, I mean, if you're gonna if if you're gonna have a show on Saturday, end it. What do you really do on Sunday? I mean, yeah, what do you do on Sunday? What do, what is there to how do you uh, how do you follow that? You know what I'm saying? So like to have a. Uh, you know, like a night one and a night two of SCX and then end it with your big show and have a big match. You're everybody's going home happy and no one's like just walking around and kind of dragging mm-hmm. around and then leave. I, it. I like, feel like you, it would be like you, you have, know? you know, when, when you have like a big WrestleMania show yeah, or SummerSlam or something, and then the main event and you have it and the finish is just awesome. And the crowd couldn't be hotter. And then you do like, two dark matches that nobody wanted to see. Yeah. And, and it just falls flat. And it's like, why did, why did you just end it yeah. on the high note? You know? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and I, I don't know. I think adding Sunday after as, as, especially last year as as hot as we ended last Saturday. Uh, oh man, it was hot. Last time, you know, doing hot. anything like we were done. That was it. You didn't need mm-hmm. to do anything more. Yeah. Yeah. So, Left uh, all in anticipation. Yeah. So just so you guys know, I'm looking here. So, uh, you guys can still get tickets now. You can go to squaredcirclex.com. Go get go pick up some tickets to this show. Whether you go all weekend, I recommend going the whole both days. Mm-hmm. I mean, just do it. You, you, you don't know what you're going to miss. You might miss something. You never know. Uh, go both days. Uh, but uh, you've got uh, Friday is from 4 to 10 p.m. And there's stuff going on up until 1 a.m. And then Saturday is the big day. Of course, you got uh, you know 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And... Uh, for some reason, if you guys can't make it, you can go watch the event on uh, the Premier Streaming Network as well. Now, are they going to also be showing both um, the Black Label Pro and the Retribution events on there as well, Adolfo? So they, they can't show the Black Label Pro because that's gotcha. on. So um, gotcha. Fight okay. will carry the Black Label Pro show. 
Perfect. Um, cool. But what you can catch is that they're going to have a couple of different packages. They're going to have, so they're going to have like the panels, the Q and A panels, which will have nine of them throughout the weekend. Nice. Four on Saturday, five or four on Friday, five on Saturday. Yes. You can buy a package with just the panels. You can okay. buy a package with just the ring show, or um, and it's the best value. You can buy a package with both the ring show and the panels, and they'll have like some bonus content in between and nice. stuff. So it, it really is like you if you if you can't make the convention and you you really want to see it from start to finish each day, you could totally do that. That's amazing. That's such a good idea. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you guys are have decided to take your show to online because I know, you know, I know a few years ago when we were going through this whole pandemic thing, there was a lot of convention promoters out there who were like, what the hell do we do? I mean, we can't do anything in person. So I know a few people did that, but now you guys are using <clears> that as an, as a means for like, like you said, people who just simply can't make it or can't attend and they don't want to miss out. That's, that's amazing, man. I, I'm glad that and you I'll guys. And I'll be honest with you. I that. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I wasn't really, I, I kind of wasn't really a, a, a fan of a lot of the virtual conventions. I, yeah. I kind of knew oh, yeah. that was going on because I'm, I'm like an in-person guy, you know, I, it it wasn't same. like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, if you want to see a concert, like I want to see the concert in person. I don't want to see it sure. in the yeah. movie theater. I don't want to see it on TV. Um, I, I feel like something should just be experienced in person, but what, what changed my mind was seeing the production for, for Starcast and, and Ric Flair's last yeah. match. And yes. I think they did such a good job with that. That was great. And now they want to do the same with, with Squirt Circle Expo. And they kind of shot their ideas to us as to how they're going to make it. So you're almost as if you're almost there. Yeah. And, and it, it feels yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm happy with it. Yeah, man. And, and just to give you guys a little taste of what you guys can expect, there's, you know, like Friday, there's the, there's the whole damn show where you get a panel with RVD. I know uh, there oh, is, you, you get a WWE Legends panel, 5 p.m. on, on April the 7th. You're, and you're going to have like Tito Santana, Tatanka, Greg Valentine, Fred Ottoman, and Jimmy Hart. Um, Saturday, you're getting a, uh, th this is what I'm really looking forward to, is the 30th anniversary ECW panel. That's going to be awesome. ECW. Uh, that's 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 awesome. And then you've got, you know, Women of Wrestling panel, WWE Attitude panel, mm -hmm. and the list goes on and on. So, I mean, you guys can find all of this information. There's going to be a link down in the bottom below uh, where you can go to squaredcirclex.com. You can look up the schedule. You can look up the full list of guests, uh, purchase your tickets, and everything else you need to do. Go there. And uh, thank you so much, Adolfo, for taking the time, man, to come on our show again. We we look forward to to coming there to oh, cover yeah. the show and 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 show people what the vendors are going to be and things like that. Give people a little bit of a walk through what they you know didn't uh, miss. But if if mm -hmm. you don't see that, please by all means, if you can't attend, definitely um, do so via the Premier Streaming Network too, which offers a really great way to uh, catch all of those panels I just mentioned and more, as Adolfo had said. But uh, Thank you, Adolfo, for coming on. We love You're having welcome. you on here, man. We love talking with you guys about a Squared Circle Expo. Look forward to being there as well. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you guys. Take it easy, guys. Right on. Thank you so much. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Peace.